Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Halachas. Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchois Chodosh, Halacha Beis. In middle of paragraph Beis, we're up to the subparagraph in my version. We mentioned that this halacha is based on chapter 8 in the second half of the Kutimran, the Torah Tiku The learning today is being sponsored by our good friend in America, Daniel Hadar, as a schus for Eliyahu Tzvi ben Frizana Rochel, Itomar ben Maya, Goldabas Chaya Rochel, Shishanabas Adina Tzurtul, and Rivka Nechama Basrut to find their Zivugim Bekorov. We dedicate the learning also, Li'ilu Nishmas, Ratzi Sora Bas Rabbi the sister of Rav Rosenfels of who was a very, very staunch supporter financially of everything he did, and Li'ilu Nishmas Avroham Ben Aharon, and Li'ilu Nishmas Eliezer Brit Nasniakov, and Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Hareni Kaporas Mishkavam, and Liuli Nishmas, the Zahava, Zahava Leia, the mother of our close friend, Una Borach. We dedicate the learning also for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Baskalia, Rochel Baskalia, Noya Nechama Baskalia, Idis Bas Miriam Brindle, Michal Sora Bas Hadassah, Sorry, Yehudas Basoro, Yehudas Ruchama Baschavarus, Yeshua, Yeshua, Ben Freund Lorechel, Shlemenisim Ben Mazlav, Ram David Ben Chana, Shlomoy Ben Rivka Sprinza, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, David Lay Ben Shena, the Sorech Shar Choyle Yisrael. Rav Nosenzal continues, What we spoke about here, about the tefillah in the format of din, which a very powerful tzaddik is forth, and it gets stuck in the throat of the sitrachra, forcing the sitrachra to give back, to vomit up mitzvahs and das and kedusha that the sitrachra had swallowed up, this we need, especially on the 16th of Nisan. Because that's when the Jewish nation has to really make a new beginning in Tikkun Hadas. To repair whatever, whatever sins and shortcomings that caused us to be in the Egyptian exile. We know there's a Pasuk, Rabbeinazal quotes, Lochein gola ami mibli das. Therefore, my nation was exiled from lack of das. So golos is synonymous with lack of das. We were in golos in Egypt for 210 years. Upon leaving Egypt, we're involved in repairing whatever pegam that brought us into Egypt. Ki betes vav benison, because on the 15th of Nisan, every single generation, the Jewish people leave the Tumah of Mitzrayim in celebrating the holiday of Pesach. However, we're told, the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us, that on that 15th of Nisan, 
Hashem lifted up the Jewish people above the level that we were actually on. However, we had not really fixed anything yet at the time. This was a rescue mission where Hashem jumped in and rescued us because there was no other choice. We couldn't help ourselves at the time. We weren't worthy of being rescued necessarily. Hashem broke all the rules, Shalika Seder, and jumped in and rescued us. Because we had not yet been Nesakein, we had not yet been properly purified from our Tumor. However, immediately after that first day of Pesach, the 15th of Nisan, we go back down, Hashem lets us back down from that incredible high that we were on the previous day, and now we're starting to gradually try to improve and grow. And from that 16th of Nisan on, we are required to try to start repairing, purifying ourselves from this tomb of Mitzrayim, step by step, from day to day. This is the process of Sfira Soimer, as is known in the Zohar Kodesh, in the writings of the Arizal, the Iker Hatikun Vaziku Chulesakin Pegam Hadas, and the main focus of what we're trying to correct here, how we're trying to purify ourselves, is to repair the lack of Das, the damaged Das. The Iker Golus Mitzrayim Hoyomachmas Pegam Hadas. Because the main one of the main reasons why the Jewish nation had to go down to Egypt and suffer there all of those years was Pegam Hadas. Shepogam Odomarishoin Hadas which goes all the way back to the time of Odomarishoin, who went against Hashem by partaking from the Eitz Hadas, which was a wrong ta- a negative type of das. Because that's what made it possible for the sitrachra, the negative forces, to be able to draw energy and power from holy das. And now on this 16th of Nisan, which is day one of counting the days of purification, <clears throat> we have to repair what the damage that Adam Arishan did. What this requires is us go taking out, extracting all of the holiness and das that the Sitra was able to swallow up and to acquire as a result of the Pegama the Eitzadas, to take that out of his throat and to return it into the domain of Kedusha. And this we accomplish by bringing that Korban that was brought on the 16th of Nisan, that measure of barley, Michael Behema, which is animal food, 
le korban, bringing it as a sacrifice in the Beis Hamikdash. As we explained in the previous year, this korban from barley, behema, lack of das, the, the, which is which is to go into the place of the sitrachra, that's this uh, an example of this tefillah in the format of din, which gets stuck in the throat of the sitrachra. We had quoted a pasuk earlier, that this powerful thing, this powerful tefillah, this korban, this oimer soirin, gets stuck bitzavoroi. This removes and causes the sitrach to vomit up, to return all the holiness and das that it had swallowed up against its will. We're forcing it to return it against its will. And all of that holiness is returned into the domain of holiness thereby completing and repairing the holy das. And therefore we start counting the Sfiras Oimer, which is all about purifying ourselves from the impurity of Egypt and repairing the Pigama Das. And the main count, we're, we're counting the starting point of this count is from when that measure of barley was brought. As we say each and every one of the days, we emphasize that it's all starting from that Oimer Soirin. Because the main focus of this count is that we're counting from when this korban was brought, this measure of barley. Because a major element in this whole tikkun, in this whole process, is that korban from barley. And therefore, by bringing this korban from barley, from that point on, the new crop of grain becomes permissible for us to eat. Because before bringing this korban, we are forbidden to eat from the new crop of grains. Because when a person eats improperly, that strengthens the body over the soul. We mentioned earlier, Rabbi Nassau says there in chapter 8 Likud Imran, that these two are like on opposite ends of a seesaw. The, the mezoina de gufa, the bodily food, and the mezoina de nishmasa, the soul food. The more we give in to the mezoina de gufa, the more we weaken the mezoina de nishmasa. By us strengthening the Mezoyne de Gufa, that would also strengthen the heel of the foot, the Ekev of the Sitrachra. As we quoted the Pasuk earlier, that there's a type of eating 
that strengthens the akev of the sitrachra, the heel of the foot of the sitrachra. Note, what's forbidden here is only those grains that are used to make bread. Those five grains, chita, soira, etc., which are referred to as bread. Because we know that a person's intellect is affected in a big way by the person's eating. As Rabbein Zal explains in chapter 17 on the Kudimran, that according to the holiness with which a person eats, that will define the intelligence of the person. And we know that out of all the things that we eat that affect the das, it's bread that's the most important. Which is made from these five grains, which represent das, as Rabbi Nezal expounds on this in chapter 53 on the we have in Hebrew the term hey hayedia. The letter hey means you know which one. When we say shulchan table, if I say the word shulchan, I could be talking about any table. If I say hashulchan, the table, it means that I know and you know which table we're referring to. That hey in front of the word is called a hey hayadiyah, the one that you know. That hey represents das. And Rabbi Nassau expounds on this a lot in chapter 53 over there. V'alkein, ikra hasuda al shem halechem. And this is why when we talk about a Jew eating a meal, what defines a meal is if there's bread at the meal. Kihu ikra hachashivus, because that's the most important food in a certain sense. Because the true das of a person, which we said is, is completed through proper eating, is especially affected by bread. Therefore, our main concern that the akif of the sitrachra shouldn't become powerful by the wrong kind of eating is related to eating bread specifically, or those grains which make bread, which is das. <clears throat> because the main place from which the sitrachra draws from is das. <clears throat> because das is the most important source of life energy. And that's why the Pasuk says, those who eat my bread, that igdil, that strengthens. <clears throat> Specifically those eating bread. Because the main thing that strengthens that heel of the foot of the sitrachra is 
through the main food, which is bread, when it's eaten improperly. Shehu ikra das, that's the main source of das. And that's where the Sitrachra is always lying in ambush and waiting and trying to draw from this Das, which is the source of life of everything. And that's why it's forbidden for us to eat bread made from the five grains of the new crop of grains without first going through that tikkun. By bringing that measure of barley, because as we learned in the previous year, that makes a major tikkun for the das, and that makes a major tikkun for our eating. As Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likutimran, chapter 8 in the second half of Likutimran. <clears throat> Rabbein Azal explains there that through that powerful tefillah in the format of din of a powerful tzaddik, that generates that special coil that Rabbein is already first over there in the Kutimran, Shalyotoi Nestakein Pegam Hoachilo, which is what repairs the damage that's caused by the wrong type of eating, Shehim Ezoine de Gufa, Ayin Shom which is when the eating is focusing on the body, not on the soul. Take a look over there in the Kutimran, Rabbein is all expounds on it. If you recall, after Odom and Chava ate from the eight Sadas, they were embarrassed, ashamed. They were looking to cover themselves and they hid. And then it says that Hashem came looking for them. Hashem spoke to them. And it says there in the post, that Odom Rishon said, I heard your voice, your coil in the garden, and I was filled with fear. Rabbeinu Salavadeli Kutemran makes the connection, this coil. That that gets a that that's the tikkun for the pigam of the eight sadas. The alkain also lechol tfua chadosha ad hakrova soimer, and this is why it's forbidden for us to eat from the new grain until we first bring this korban oimer ki hatvua shualechem shuikra chilo bechinas das ef shaloch loikim alidei hatikun hanasa alidei hakrova soimer soirin. Because the grain, which makes bread, which is the most important type of achila, which is das, it's impossible for us to eat it properly without first accomplishing the tikun that's accomplished by bringing the oimer soirin. Shehi bechinas tfila bechinas din That korban, that measure of barley, is similar in concept, spiritually, to the tefillah bebechinas din, which is what repairs anything that needs to be repaired in our eating, as Rabbi Nizal expounds on this well, over there in Likud Yemaran. The Alkain, paragraph Gimel, after this paragraph, we'll take questions. Again, this will explain why Homon's downfall was on the 16th of Nisan. 
That's when he was hung, as the Gemara says in Megillah, page 15. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains there in the Kutimran, that powerful tefillah in the form of din, that completes the das, and it also repairs any damage that's caused by pigama bris, which is also pigam hadas. Because again, the seed originates in the brain. Pegam zuamas mitzrayim. That's the the tumor of Egypt. And this is also the whole concept of the battle that we do against Amolek. As Rabbi Nezal expounds on this over there in Kutimran. Ayn Shom, take a look. Ki mapolas homon Amolek. Because what brings about the downfall of Homon Amolek, who draw from Das, is that which is what the Korban of, of Barley accomplishes also. We showed in the previous year that those two are the same. That because it's Barley, it's Michael Behema, Behema means lack of Das. Behemoth's lack of das, the left side, which is that that aspect of din. <clears throat> Take a look over there and we could Interesting, if you remember, the Gemara in Chulin says that where is Haman mentioned in the Chumish? By the eight Sadas. When Hashem said to Odom and Chava, Hamin Ho'etz, did you eat from that type of tree that I told you not to? The word Hamin, Heimem Nun, is the letters Homon, the Gemara says, showing us that that's where Homon's Yanika was. That's where Homon and Amolek draws from when the Das becomes damaged. V'alkein, Kamo v'kamo umois, Shevo al Yisrael, and this is why the Medrash tells us that many nations that attempted to attack the Jewish people, their great downfall was on the night of the 16th of Nisan, the night when the Jews cut the, the barley grain to bring for the Oymer Soyrin. As the Medrash says, it's brought that when Homon, when Achashverosh couldn't sleep at night, and he discovered in the Chronicles that Mordechai Tzadik had done a favor for him, and Homon was coming to tell him to, to murder Mordechai, and, and, Mor- and Achashverosh says, if somebody, someone who has done something fabulous for the king, someone who the king really loves and respects, what should the king do for him? And Homon says, I have a great idea, he should be dressed like the in the clothing of the king and ride the king's horse and have a servant go in front of him and announce, this is the great honor that's given to one who does wonderful things for the king. And Achashverosh tells Haman, you're just the man for this. You're going to be the guy who leads Mordechai on the king's horse, dressed in the king's clothes, etc. <clears throat> so Haman goes to Mordechai to tell him about this. And the Gemara says, when he comes to Mordechai, what is Mordechai doing? He's learning with a whole group of children. 
and Haman checks to see what are they learning about. And the Medrash says they were learning about the Oimer Soiren, the Minchas Omer. They were learning about this Korban. And Haman says, I see that this measure of barley <coughs> is going to destroy the effects of the 10,000 silver pieces that I gave Tachash Veirosh for the privilege of wiping out the Jewish people. So again, that's what they were learning at the time. They were learning about the Oimer. This is what the Medrash says there. And Rav Nosensal points out that there were other nations, several nations, that attacked the Jewish people, and their downfall was on this night of harvesting the Oimer. Because what gives all of these opposing nations who are the Malchus of evil, the kingdom of evil, what gives them power is when they're able to draw from Das and Rachmonus, when we are weak in our Das and Rachmonus, when our Das Rachmonus is damaged. And as a result of this, as a result of the Sitra being able to draw from the Das, it becomes constricted consciousness, which means Midas Hadin, judgment against the Jewish people. This is what makes the other side powerful. And therefore, through this korban, this measure of barley, which is the tikkun for this pigamadas, as through this, these other nations are weakened and their downfall is brought about. Any questions, please? Question in the chat. What are some of the basic intentions we should have in mind when eating bread, specifically on Shabbos, and making the bracha of Hamoitzi? Das, Chachma, Moichen, Seichel. It's brought that there, we learned previously about the 10 mitzvahs related to, to bread. The bracha Hamoitzi has 10 words in it, and 10 is the letter Yud, which represents Chachma, the Yud of Yud Kevavke, which represents Chachma, Moichen, Seichel. And one of the opinions is that the Eitz Hadas was chito, wheat, grain. It's brought that, that, that uh, when is a child, big, when do we start considering a child intelligent? When the child is able, old enough to be able to eat from these five grains. So one of the main kavanas when we're eating bread during the week, there's a medrash that says if you talk to somebody during the day, and they sound silly, foolish, probably they didn't have their pashachris. They didn't eat bread that day. So one of the major focuses, it's brought that the word lechem is bigimatria three times yudke vavke, corresponding to the three parts of the brain. And the Shari Tshuva, I believe in Shulchan Aruch, mentions dipping bread into salt three times. Again, three times, because the word mel- lechem and melach are the same letters. Both of them are three times yudke vavke, corresponding to the brain, that we want this eating of bread. Again, the fact that when a person eats bread, they make two brachas before they eat the bread, 
and they make four brachas after Birka Samosa and after eating the bread. It's it's the most, that's what makes this the most important food in many respects. Question, but now that we no longer bring the Omer, can this tikkun really be achieved? The answer is yes. By our celebrating the holiday of Pesach properly, and by starting that count, that awesome mitzvah of Sfira Soimer, which begins on the night of the, the second day of Pesach. And that's this this is one of maybe 20 places in Likut Alochis where Amos Sal expounds on the incredible significance of this mitzvah. And this is one of the reasons why in Breslov they make such a big deal about it. Sfira Soimer is one of the highlights of the year. And in the Shu, there's a Lishem Yichud. There are some places where Sfira Soimer takes 13 seconds. Baruch Asher Yotzar, just like an Asher Yotzar, the same thing. And in Breslov, in most Hasidic shuls, Sfira Soimer is a production. It's a major production. There's a tefillah before, there's a Lashem Yichud before, there are, there's a Harachamon after, there's several, a chat, Lam Natsich that we say, we say Ona Bechoyach, and then there's a Rabbani Shalom afterwards. It's a major, major item in, in the Breslov calendar. The Alkain, Zman Hakrova Soimer, who now, Rav Nosenzal gives another explanation as to why the Oymer is brought specifically on the 16th of Nisan. Because after the 15th of the month, the 15th of the month is the middle of the month, which is tonight. For those who didn't do Kiddush Levana, Last night, I believe, was the last night possible that you're allowed to do Kiddush Levon, unless you're allowed to do it on the 15th also. So the 16th is the day after the 15th, when we cross the midpoint of the month. Oz maschil miyut From the 16th on is when the moon starts getting smaller. We see less and less of the moon. Umiyut dinim. And the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that the shrinking of the moon, the, the light of the moon becoming smaller, represents Midas Hadin. That's why generally we try to make weddings in the first half of the month, as the moon is growing. So again, this is related to that tefillah in the format of Din that we've spoken about in the past few shurim. Because we know tefillah is usually associated with malchus. Dovr HaMelech says, I am tefillah. Which is associated with the moon. The moon has no light of its own, just like kingdom has nothing of its own. Kingdom is something which others accept the king's authority upon them. Others accept this person's leadership over them. <laughs> and usually tefillah is supposed to be with rachmo, for rachmonis, with das. <laughs> That's what fills the moon. That's the tikkun for the malchus. <laughs> as the Pesach says, <laughs> those who have real pity and kindness 
they're the ones who are qualified to lead, to, to be the melech. Bechinas, and as it says in another pasuk, Hashem places kindness to the Moshiach, Ledavid. So the Tikkun Amalchus normally requires Chesed, Rachmanus, Das. However, unfortunately, as a result of the fact that the moon came and complained to Hashem, can't have two equal lanterns. Mismato, that caused the moon to be lowered, to be decreased, its light to be decreased. That also represents a shrinking of the Rachmanus and the Das. That's the main light that feeds the moon. And all of this was decreased as a result of the complaint. So that from that point on, the moon became a bechinas of din. We speak about dino de malchus adina, the Gemara says, that malchus is midas adin, alaf dalet nun yud. Shehem boem mimiot hayoreach kayodua. The dinim, these dinim come as a result of the moon being made smaller. Vialkein beis miut hayoreach, shehu achrachatsi choydesh. And therefore, at this moment, when the moon is starting to decrease, which is after the middle of the month, which means on the 16th of the month, that's when this shrinkage, this Midas Hadin begins, that's when we need this powerful person who can give forth a Tfila Bebchinas Din, which will enable them to remove all of the das and rachmonas that was swallowed up by the sitrachra, which draws draws this das and rachmonas as a result of the light of the moon being lessened. And we learned earlier, that that korban of barley is like the tefillah bebechinas din. And that's why we bring it on the 16th of Nisan, which is immediately after the middle of the month, when the moon is starting, the light of the moon is starting to decrease. That's when we need this tikkun the most. So you would ask, you would say, we should do this every month. The most important time for doing this is the month of Nisan, which is the king, the leader of all the months. It represents all of the months. Therefore, on, in the month of Nisan, we repair that diminishing of the moon's light on the 16th of the month, through this Korban of Barbi, 
because Nisan is the leader and a composite of all the months. As it says in Parshas Boi, this month will be to you the leader, the head of all the months. Rishon Ulechem, the first. And based on what we're learning here, we'll also understand the special sacrifice, a goat that was brought as a sacrifice on Rosh Chodesh as an atonement for the fact that Hashem decreased the light of the moon. As the Gemara points out in Chulin, page 60, regarding the Pesach and Parshas Pinchas, which says, a, a single goat as a korban chatas to atone for Hashem. And the Gemara says that Hashem says, please bring a sacrifice on my behalf to atone for the fact that I decrease the light of the moon. The Isa Bezoira Kodesh Parshas Pinchas, the Zoira Kodesh says over there, Shahasoyer Humi Sitra de Esov Ish Soyer, that this goat is associated with Esov, who is called Ish Soyer. Soyer means a goat. Soyer also means hairy. Bechinas Din. Esov is all about Din. Esov is red, which is Din. And Esov receives. This goat. In a sense, this is like Mayim Achroinim. There are several examples in Torah and Yiddishkeit where we throw a bone, in a sense, to the Sitra Achra. Then why does it say, if you tell me it goes to Esau? Ayin Shama Teretz. Take a look over there at the response that the, the, that the Zohar Kodesh gives. The Zohar Kodesh says, that we know that on Yom Kippur there were two seirim. There was the Soir Lashem and the Soir Lazozel. So there's the holy Soir that goes to Hashem. There's a certain aspect of holiness that goes to Hashem. And there's a certain aspect that goes Lazozel, which is Esau. That's how the Zohar Kodesh responds over there. However, Rav Nosanzal says, however, based on what we're learning here, we have a very good answer to that question. Because this goat that was brought on Rosh is a korban, it's a holy sacrifice. However, it's like that tefillah in the format of din. It's a korban to Hashem. However, it's connected to channel two. It's not connected to the standard channel of Korbanos, which is Rachamim, Rachmonis, Chesed. It's connected to channel two, which is Bechinas Din, Misitra de Esav Ish Soyer, which is the left side, the side of Esav, who is called Ish Soyer. And by us bringing this Korban, Esav, Shehu HaSitrachra, Mekaploi. Esav, who is the Sitrachra, receives it. Veroit and he wants to swallow it. 
However, this goat, this korban, gets stuck in his throat to the point where it forces Ace of the Sitrachra to vomit up, to return all of the holiness that he swallowed up. All of that is returned to the domain of holiness. And this helps to complete what's lacking in the moon. And everything gets completely repaired. says, based on this explanation, you see that all of this fits beautifully, meaning this goat is actually a korban being brought to Hashem, like all korbanos. However, there's something different about it. All of our prayers goes to Hashem, all korbanos go to Hashem, but there's still channel A and channel B. Channel 1A is Rachamim Chesed, the right side. <clears throat> channel B the, is the left side. Midas <clears throat> Hadin. The Afal Pikain, even though this is a korban Lashem, Mekabloi v'yoynik menu Esav. Esav receives it and draws from it because it's labeled din. And this is what, what accomplishes, what needs to be accomplished. This forces Esav to vomit up and to return all of the das and holiness that he was able to swallow up. And this is the importance of this carbon of barley that's brought on the 16th of Nisan, when the moon is starting to become smaller, and specifically Nisan, that first month that's a composite of all the months. And note, <clears throat> it's an oimer of barley. The word for barley is soirim, loshon noifel aloshon. Note, the word soirim is very similar to the other word that we're using here, esav ish soir. Bechinas seir izimanal, the goat that's brought <coughs> on Rashkhaidish. Ye oimer soirim hugamkin bechinazu. Because this barley korban is the same as that soir of Rosh Ki Barley is animal food. <laughs> Esav is the animal. He's compared to a chazer. And this is the solution. Because as a result of this process, the Sitrachra has swallowed something powerful. Chayel means powerful, but he's forced to return it, to give it back. Vayikieno, Daika, note the wording in the Pasuk is Vayikieno. He vomits it up. Hakois means vomiting. Vayikieno, Daika, Bechinas Hakois Mamish. Shemuchrach Litein Hakois, Aydeza Korban, Shubachinas Din. Esav is forced to vomit. As a result of this korban, which is in the form of din, which he wants to swallow, it gets stuck in his throat, forcing him to vomit, to try to dislodge it. 
As Rabbeinazal explains this very, very well over there regarding the tefillah in the format of din. Look over there. And now Rav Nosanzal adds the cherry on top. Take a look at the first letters of this posuk. Which is one of the holy, holy names of Hashem. Shehu Shem Kodosh Kemuva. This is a holy name of Hashem, as is brought in the writings of Yarizal. Hu Bigimatria Yudvav. And Ches Bezvav is 16. Hainu Bechinas Yudvav Benison. Alluding to the 16th of Nisan. Sheoz Makrivin Oimer Soirim. That's the day which this Oimer Soirim was brought. Which is, which is what accomplishes this process of the Sitrachra swallowing, swallowing something powerful and being forced as a result to give back everything. And the Zohar Kodesh actually speaks about this, <coughs> saying that the bringing of this Oimer of barley is associated with this Pasuk Chayel Bolavekienu, by which we want to chase away the Sitrachra from the Eishes Chayel, from the Shechina that's called Eishes Chayel, the Holy Malchus. Shenestakin alidei Oimer Soirin, which gets its Tikkun through this carbon of barley, which is also the tikkun for the diminishing of the light of the moon. Vahovein, understand this well. Take a look over there in the Zohar Kodesh in Parshas Emor, <coughs> where it speaks about the carbonus that were brought on each one of the holidays. And there it speaks about the Oimer Soirin, <coughs> And there the Zohar Kodesh makes this connection also. This name of Hashem, Chespe's <clears throat> Vav, appears in several places. One of the places, the, he makes reference here to the Arizal in Shar Hamida, <clears throat> in Shemayn that we say every day, in the Brocha Teka B'Shoifor Godol Echeruseinu, Hashem, please blow that great shoifer. Now, when, when we're in exile, and perform the miracle that's needed to get that we should have the ingathering of all the exiles, all the Jews from all over the world should gather in Teret Yisrael. And gather us all in together from the four corners of the world to our land. <clears throat> this is also an example. The Jews who are outside of Eretz Yisrael are outside the domain of holiness. They're in the place of the Sitrachra, Chutzlar, outside. <clears throat> Them coming back from Chutzlar into Eretz Yisrael is also an example <clears throat> of the Sitrachra being forced to return, to give back this Kedusha, this Das, to return the Jewish people to our land. And this is why it's brought that in these words, Yachad, Me'arba, Kanfois, 
<coughs> the middle letter of Yachad is a Ches, Me'arba, the middle letter is a Beis, Anfois, the middle letter is a Vav, Ches, Beis, Vav. The Arizal says that that's one of the places where we connect to this holy name of Hashem, which makes up the first letters of Chel, Bola, Vayetianu. This pasuk, which speaks about this sitrachra being forced to give back the kedusha, the das that it has swallowed up. I've mentioned in the past that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in the Musaf Shmon Esrei, the Chazor Hashats, when the Chazan repeats the Shmon Esrei on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in many Machzorim, in the paragraph, when the Chazan is saying, As a result of our sins, we were evicted from our land, etc., etc., many of the good Masoyrim on the bottom of the page have a special tefillah, which the Chido was the one who discovered. He discovered this tefillah. He says he didn't write it. <clears throat> he says it's a tefillah that goes back to the earlier tzaddikim, way before his time. <clears throat> a special tefillah for Tikkun Abris, an incredible tefillah, which has in it, over there, it mentions this pasuk, Chel Bola Ve'ekienu, this name of Hashem, and other Bezroyo Yekabet Sloim, another name of Hashem, Bez Yutes, which are associated to this process. I mentioned in the past that I watched my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, and I saw that when the Chazan was saying that, and when Pnei Chato'enu, he would put his talus completely to cover his head and his face completely, and he would put his head down, and he would recite that special tefillah during the time that the Chazan is saying the Mepnei Chatenu, reciting this special tefillah for Tikana Bris, Tikana Das, which makes reference to this name of Hashem. Question in the chat. But just in the previous paragraph, Rav Nosanzal wrote that the tefillah of Bechina's Din should only be said during the second part of the month. What? Uh, 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 uh. That only word is something you put in. He didn't say the word only. He mentioned one of the, one of the reasons why we say the Sfira Soimer, <coughs> why, I'm sorry, why, why the Korban Oimer is brought on the 16th of the month, and that's when we begin the counting, is because of that's when the, the light of the moon is starting to decrease. That's when this Midas Adin prevails. He's telling us now that not Tfil on Rosh he's saying that the Korban that was brought on Rosh Chodesh, the Soir Lecha, is also related to this. The Rosh, the Rosh Chodesh and <coughs> Rosh Chodesh and the 16th of Nisan have a certain connection. They share a certain concept. We know that on Rosh Chodesh is when the moon is very, very small, when it's just starting to grow. We'll hold it over here for now. We still have a few beautiful things that Rav Nosanzal is going to put the finishing touches on this halacha, <coughs> which we'll take in the, in the next shir in Mitzvah. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. We should be zerichet to strengthen ourselves in tefillah, in Torah, in mitzvahs, to be able to bring about the complete tikkun for the Mir Tayoreach, the coming of Mushiach, the Binyan Beis Samitesh, Mervi Ameno, Amen, Vi Amen.